Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddy Chuck in the flesh. Hey now. No, John. John is out with the load management. He's got he's, the, he's got he's the got load, load management. Man. We got to take care of his minutes for the playoffs. He's by, He's been taking care of his minutes this season. Yes. You know, there's not this is no reason to overuse. This has been a long, uh, arduous uh, five five year playoff. We run. have a whole, you know, we have a whole postseason. Mm-hmm. Got a postseason to go. Yeah. He was playing every single game with the first three four seasons. That's it. He, and then we realized there's no need. No, and really, you none of us are really that, that. Yeah, we could all be replaced for somebody for one episode. It's really true. We could. <laughs> we should know, outsource just design, this. Just design some kind of computer algorithm. Right. They could just spit out bad thoughts. <laughs> That's it. It would be really easy to do like a, like a, a burr bot. It would just be like uh, Dwayne Casey. Sartorial Splendor. Sartorial Splendor. Dwayne Casey hate. Uh, yeah. Schadenfreude. Yeah. You know, and then mine would be like Bodega. Bodega. That's about it. And that's it. Justice Winslow. Justice, Justice Richard, Richard Slow. Yeah, I would just, uh, it would just be very simple. I would just say culture a lot. The Chuck Bob would say culture. You could just get me saying, you know, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> you know, like, um, that's, just that. That's so I'm, I'm going I'm to take those. <laughs> audio files we need now, to get we need to get like a soundboard we need a sound we have a sound john bought us a soundboard we should play with a soundboard we, we've never used it for the uh, upcoming live uh, podcast which we haven't done never done the a live upcoming podcast. video podcast which uh, honestly um we're like 20 bucks away technically on right. our patreon yeah we said once we got to the 500 dollars a month we would deliver these right. video podcasts thankfully no one has stepped up. Right. So we don't have we're, to. We're not required or obligated to work anymore. Listen, I'm under, uh, I'm under load management. Right. I and don't. I'm, I'm, I'm like Drew Holiday. Like, you know what? That elective surgery? Let's do that. Right. I'm a severely underplayed payer who's waiting for his big contract, and I'm not going to waste You're my underplayed? good stuff. Uh, underpaid? Underplayed? You're underplayed. Under, Chuck, probably you, underpaid. You are the most underplayed. I'm underplayed. Uh, yeah, I'm the guy who's waiting for the next contract. You're not going to see my good stuff until it's like two weeks before time to sign that contract. You are Antonio Blakeney waiting Boom. for Zach Levine to sit out a I'm, couple of weeks. I'm Ike Austin. Ooh, that's oh. a old. That's OG Memphis Grizzly. Ike Austin. I'm, oh yeah, absolutely. He used to he, play for the he Heat. Had he one good Heat up. season. 
He came up in a basketball reference search I was Did doing. He? I can't remember. All I remember about him was that he kind of played okay when uh, Alonzo Mourning got hurt one year, and his ears were, he looks like a deformed human, like an orc with bad orc ears So from Bright. I didn't want to say he looked like an orc from Bright, but that's <laughs> what I was thinking. And then you said, he actually, what he looks like, he looks like, uh, I wish John was here to help me out with the, the technical comic book. Right description that I'm doing. He looks like if David Wesley took the Bane venom that made him like grow up all big and weird. That, right. And I and I know John will never hear this, but if he but if he did, he'd be very upset with me getting whatever the terms wrong are. Yeah, he would that's why I just know I played that Batman Arkham Knight video game that was really fun. I love that game. Bane, oh, I played great. it in uh PlayStation two, I think, or three. I don't remember. It was I think it was three. It was I don't so think good. it came out to then. It was so good. That's a, that's actually a video game so when I got the the Xbox One you know, two years ago, which was a preemptive move, still waiting for Red Dead Redemption 2 to come out. I actually bought lots of other games that were very cheap because you could buy the entire uh, Arkham trilogy for like $6. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm buying that. Uh, and now it's part of my Xbox One collection of games I've never played and will never play. I have like <laughs> I have like seven Xbox One games, and I've played two of them. Really? Have you unwrapped the other ones? I don't even, I've never played an Xbox game. I have, so I, I've been playing the Red Dead. It's the only one I've been playing. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't play when my son's around. I don't want him to see. You know, he's very interested in it. He's very interested in the, uh, the Dad Dad Cowboy game because <laughs> he sees, like, screenshots. It'll be, like, paused, and he's like, he's like, what is that? It's like real cowboy. I'm like, it's a game. He's like, oh. And sometimes he'll, uh, he'll like, he'll, if I'm downstairs with, with the, the baby, he'll start sneaking down the steps. And I'll be playing the video game downstairs, and he'll like pause on the steps quietly to try to catch a, a glimpse. <laughs> anyway, so but the wife is like, no, no Red Dead with the four year old. I'm like, fine. Uh, but now the 18 month old, she's started to watch where she actually knows what she sees because mm -hmm. she now says choo choo. Right. So she says choo choo. I'm like, oh, you're now seeing what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be. This there are people flayed alive tied to a, a stump in this game right now. <laughs> By the way, Red Dead Redemption, horribly violent game. Graphic. Like, really yeah. sick stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, they, they stepped it up to, you know, they, they turned it up to 11 <laughs> for the sequel. This one louder. A uh, lot, lot of uh, skinned alive people and mm. things. I'd imagine that's what happened a lot in the Old West. You use I the think skins. they overdid it. Yeah, leather was a commodity. <laughs> I'd imagine you'd need to do Anyway, that. so I have a lot of unplayed Video games. I don't remember how we got here. Ike Austin. It's Ike okay. Austin. Ike it, Austin. Anyway, Chuck, breakfast. Breakfast. Well, I, I haven't had it because we're, we're podcasting early today. We are. Early in the morning because so John's in New York. John's in New York, so we could get up and actually be adults. We don't have to wait till 2 o'clock to, to podcast. But uh, I walked in here, and Keith said, we're having donuts for breakfast. I'm like, all right. So we got two donuts here from Five Daughters Bakery. Five Daughters Bakery. And let Nashville. me tell you something. I got something in my cross stuck in there about that Five Daughters Bakery. First of all. This is fair. Not really a bakery because when you buy them, there's no oven in the building. They make them off site and then ship them to some boutique shop where they tell you it's a bakery. That's fraudulent and shouldn't be allowed in the modern gastroeconomic world. We all know. Did I say gastroeconomic? Man, did I just invent? That's no. Get the, the, the gastroeconomy is a real thing. That's okay. Yeah, okay. Maybe I've never even. I, mean, I probably have read that. That's a great word. Gastro. He was uh, one of the 
Cobra is bad guys. Gastro. I thought he was in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Gastro was the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the bad guy. No one. Something like Gastron. <laughs> Gastronomy. It's it's what it's about. Some, the yeah, study yeah, of the, yeah. the bad guy in Beauty. So and the Beast. so that that's your objection with five daughters. Five daughters is a chain over which yeah. I thought that was going to be your predominant. Well, it is. You can't call it a bakery if it's not if you don't bake it on site. That's not a bakery. You are a donut distributor. Yeah, it wouldn't have bothered me if they called themselves Five Daughters Donuts. Right. And it kind of rolls off the tongue a little better. Five Daughters Donuts. And they're $5 for they're a ex- donut. They're, they're expensive. Come donuts. on, man. That, like, I get it. You put bacon and maple glaze, but they did but are you that gonna in eat Portland this? If you're just going to be angry about it, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah, well, which on. one should I get? No, so they're, they, are, they are both for you if you want them. What? But I mainly, I, I got you the fancy one. So here okay. we are. So, Chuck, we're, we're filming this for the Patreon folks. So Chuck has grabbed. What's cute is Keith got forks and knives. Um, yeah, That's I got a little some plastic cutlery. This is the name of this donut, Chuck. Mm. The King Kong. Okay. The King Kong. So for you listeners right now, it is a gigantic glazed donut covered in I don't know what the icing is and gigantic hunks of bacon. Huge chunks of bacon. So Chuck, tell us about tell us about this donut. So this is a good donut, and I get why they charge five dollars for it. I'm just stuck on the word bakery. <laughs> um, like it wouldn't be a deli if they didn't have a like pastrami slicer. You know what I mean? Like there's certain. Oh, I never things. thought about it. So it's a fluffy donut. There's some cream involved on the inside. There's it's inner layered. cream. There's inner cream. It's layered. You've got the maple glaze, which is kind of incredible, and. I my only thing is they've used a, an overly, overly smoky piece of bacon. Oh, I don't they like. They really I, smoked it up. I, it, well, I don't like any smoke in my sweetness. So or or with this kind of thing, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So it would have been good just with salty, but they they use smoky, which I guess is, is it the is take. it what is what is the cream? Is that just a maple cream, a maple icing on the top? There? I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, that's just a, a maple icing. Oh my god, it's so good though. Yeah, you should try some. Keto. So I'm gonna eat some of the icing. This is just a slam bang, all sugar with a smoky bacon on top. Pretty much. I mean, it's a, maybe it's maybe just it's not as smoky as I thought. But my goodness, that is tasty. Oh, there's a there's definitely smoky bacon flavor yeah. left over on the bit of icing I just ate. Yeah. The other one. Um, what is that? So Chuck, the one you ate cost four dollars and seventy five cents. Gracious. Uh, the other one is just a cinnamon. It's a vegan cinnamon donut. This one costs two seventy five. This one is I love this one. I think it's a, a very tasty, delicious donut. And I don't feel as decadent eating a three dollar donut. Oh, that's fine. It's it's well done. And I'm sure those could be good for a day. And like I'm you know, they worked out their business model or their shipping good product. But man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that donut. Yeah, they right. know how to do they know how to do donuts. You know, they're just not bakers. You're not baking nothing, fam. Quit lying to folks. Where are they? Are they baking them? Because I know they're in several different states. Yeah, they're baking them somewhere. Probably are they in baking a, them in like Alabama. Yeah, some distribution Gulf plant. Shores or something. Or yeah, they they mass produced them. it. Yeah, eating on air is so good for our brand. It is. <laughs> My wife can't even like be in the same room with me if I'm eating because she like has a I forgot what it's called some kind of auditory. Oh, gastro auditory <laughs> affliction. <laughs> she can't listen to Beauty and the Beast either. No, no. The um, yeah. The the this is an incredible donut, and I get it. You know, yeah, it's great. Uh, so, I'm glad I had it though, because my blood sugar was was yeah. dipping a little. You're bit. dipping a little. All right. Well, that's also I also had. Uh, I I, I pre donut. 
I had I had just they're plain uh, they're plain glazed uh, before you showed up. So those were our breakfasts. Killer. Uh, and we'll put the video of Chuck in a fast break breakfast hoodie. Repping that gang. Available gang. at tpublic.com slash user slash fast break breakfast. Yes, sir. Um, feel free to slow down the podcast to get that URL. Uh, that'll be up on the Patreon uh, side. We've, we've put some more stuff up there. Uh, that's patreon.com. Smash and flay a fish recently. Blazer Boy made a, an appearance. Shout out Blazer Boy. We weren't sure if it was respectful enough for a Blazer Boy appearance in the tragic circumstances with Yusuf Nurkic, but I thought I thought it was tasteful from Blazer Boy. I think he did his the uh, he did a good job showing the despair of a of a Portland Trail Blazer fan. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't ask for any other kind of uh, input than that from Blazer Boy. Yeah, he did a good job. Anyway, so those were our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we moved to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Chuck, do you have anything you need to apologize for? Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of came in hot last week with Justice Winslow and calling him an all-star and all that stuff. And and, uh, they've done well with him off the court. He's been injured recently. Uh, but he's, you know, he doesn't have the numbers yet. The eye test for me of late, he looks all star esque, but he ain't there yet. He's got a, probably another mango season or two to go. Yeah, he's. I mean, um, we we forgive you for that one. We just, you know, you I was excited. just in it. I was you know, feeling him. Excited, like justice. And now yesterday, I'm like, they lost the the magic. It wasn't a good loss. It wasn't a good loss. I mean, a very important. Lost. You need, yeah. That was kind of like a. They've fallen out of the playoff. Well, they're. Well, I mean, they're still in it. They're but. still in it, and what's great is like they're the, you know. The Pistons have decided now this is their time to kind of take a nosedive, which is, due to my luck, going to be the reason why they win six in a row. Yeah. Um, Because whenever I I mention the Pistons, they do well. So, yeah. And you got the... The Hornets. The the Hornets, who... Won the last four. They turned... They they had an 18-point rally against the Celtics. Mm. They hit the half-court shot at the buzzer. Lamb of God. Yeah. Takes away the sins of the world. Seriously. Have mercy on us. Uh... Then they uh, they they have a perfect overtime. They, they they took the Spurs to overtime. Yeah, the it was their first overtime win of the season. Kimball Walker was four for four in that overtime. It was the statistically the best overtime played this NBA season was by Kimball Walker. Was it? No, um, that's great. It was some analytics thing, way over my pay grade. I don't I don't know what it meant. Just trust me, guys. It's an athletic paywall uh, thing. Go find the, it. No, no. Okay, <laughs> I would say analytics say. Mm-hmm. Irrefutably the best overtime played this season. That's all I'm saying. Very well. I have no reference you, to. You're hip to that stuff. That stuff doesn't matter to me. I read it. I don't know. I just regurgitate. Well, you see it. I, 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 I see. My it. my internet and my Twitter sphere is like just jokes about NBA player sneakers. Yeah. And then like a burr with a wrestling gift. I gotta say, I think this is a hole in my NBA podcasting game. Mm-hmm. For the life of me, I cannot care about basketball shoes. Yeah. Oh, there's care a whole whatsoever. world about it, and I'm I'm link, like I I've I know people who love shoes, and I at one point was a shoe fanatic. I I now have two children. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll notice that a, a lot of the people who are big shoe fans also are big contraception fans because they don't have <laughs> right as many kids as me. But that's uh, a good lesson too for our listeners. It is keep keep the shoes in the box if you want them to be pristine. <laughs> Exactly. You want that dead well stock said. penis. Lots of entendres there. Um, yeah. So the 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 shoe world is is a world that I am familiar with, but I am not a, a well versed. But that's its own like universe. I saw this guy who's like a shoe doctor. He worked for like Nike. He's like the the head of Nike's whatever 
for years. He, he teaches a, a, a class. He's like Doc McStuffins for shoes. Bruh, he's the nerdiest looking white dude on the planet, but can tell you every make, model, brand, and oh. colorway of any Nike shoe ever made. So like, And the he, story behind it. Like, that's the kind of guy you want. Like, if you're going to have a, a shoe doctor. That's so if we're, if we're watching, like, an episode of Bones, yeah, and, and, and there's a footprint of a Nike in the mud. <laughs> right. He'll tell you. And, she, and, and This was from Forrest Gump when he was... Emily Deschanel's like, we got to find this. <laughs> we have the Nike expert. We got to get the Nike guy. This guy can look at it and this tell is a you where, a where rare, it was sold. This waffle <laughs> pa- pattern was only sold in West Germany during the 1984 <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> Yep. So uh, my apology. Last week we were talking about the Lou Williams Hall of Fame yeah. candidacy, and I'm sorry, Hall of Fame. I don't. I don't study you very much. No. We I came guess in, I, we're like, yeah, he's a Hall well, of Famer. Like John was like, no chance. I right. just felt like he, you know, the narrative could get him in with so many Six Man of the Year awards, and also his his standing among NBA players, the way uh-huh. he's esteemed so highly among the other players. But again, it seems unlikely. I guess the more I look into it. Then I was talking to other guys who aren't, or other players who aren't in the Hall of Fame, like Tim Hardaway. Yeah. You know, we mentioned him on the show. Tim Hardaway is a five-time All NBA guy. Yeah, dominant. First. He almost added the crossover to like the NBA. <laughs> he almost landscape. invented it. Like he kind yeah, of invented it. Kind of invented it. it. Uh, and he he's left out. I mean, he's he, although he's stated that he's not in because of his homophobic comments. Which is true. Well, he walked him back. He did walk him back. But he did it on air on the Dan Levitard show, which is kind of the hardest thing to walk back from. That's a big it's audience. Tough. It's tough. But I'm, p- I'm pretty sure he did it on air. I'm not no, sure. he, did, he did it, it on air. It was on air, so I don't know but which honestly, show it was. I'm not condoning what days. he said. I'm saying that was a commonly held opinion. Uh, yeah, we When had, he said it on air, was it 20 years ago or 10 years ago? Uh, probably closer to 10 than 20. 10, yeah, yeah, he was playing 20 years ago. It was after he stopped playing, so I would get like. Early I'm just saying 2000s. it's not an uncommonly held opinion. Yeah, we had a, a we had a, a president uh, get elected on not on giving <laughs> right, not right, giving right, people right, right. rights currently. at that time. Yeah, yeah, currently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, no, it's, it's I, but if that's the way it is, I I doubt that's the reason he's not in. I'm sure there's something else, but he'll get in eventually. Well, I mean, he's the basketball the basketball reference top player that should be in. Well, he's one of them. His his Hall of Fame probability is like 79%. Yeah. Which is really high, which is higher than Reggie Miller. Uh it's higher than Anthony Davis. Wow. It's higher than other guys who are in the like like tons and tons of dudes who are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh it, it's higher than, but he's not in. But he's no uh you know, there's a lot of players that aren't in that should be in. But Lou, Lou Williams still holding it not tight. Not gonna get in. You'll be holding you'll... it tight, tied currently with Marco Bellinelli, Zaza Pachulia, JaVale McGee, Andrew Bogut, and Wesley Matthews. Sorry. At four ten thousandths of a percent <laughs> chance to get in. If there was a uh, two girlfriend Hall of Fame, it would. You'd be first ballot, you'd be the top pick. Yeah. Well, I maybe Wilt. No, no, because Wilt Spread it too. He spread it. Spread it too spread thin. Around. Yeah, he had two mains. He yeah, had two. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah, sisters. Yeah. He, he had, Wasn't he, Lou Williams' yeah. girlfriend sisters? I don't think so. Man, I, I'm just gonna lie about. Just gonna it. go with that. Yeah, makes yeah. more sense than the truth. Anyway, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. <laughs> After our breakfast in bed apologies, before we get to our steak and eggs best thing, we have a few listener submitted questions. The croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. We got a question here. Speaking of, we were talking about uh, the Blazers. 
A uh, question here from Counterproduct. Without Yusuf Twerkic Nurkic, do the Blazers make it out of the first round of the playoffs? Uh, I mean, I, dubious, he, doubtful. I, the, here's, a, here's the real question. With him. Right. That was the more fun question. That was the more fun question. The so the Trailblazers are locked in a battle with the Rockets for either that three or four seed. And it's still a lot of these seedings could, you know, could swap, obviously. I think I think the Rockets or Blazers would both prefer to play the Clippers right. instead of the Jazz, who are kind of those other teams. And again, yeah. the, the Jazz have an easier schedule and they've been taking care of business recently. So, you know, do the could the Blazers beat the Clippers, Thunder, or Spurs without Nurkic? I think there's a chance. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd pick them. I, I think it's a, a toss-up. I mean, obviously, we're thinking C.J. McCollum is coming back. Right. Without C.J. McCollum, it's going to be much harder. But I don't know. Like, with Nurkic, would we... With Nurkic, I would have picked the Blazers to beat the Clippers. I think I'd pick the Blazers to beat the Thunder because the Thunder I don't believe in at all. Yeah. I think, although I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to this later in the episode, I think, mm-hmm. about how I'm not sure anything that happens in March matters at all. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't think, I'm not sure if the, the Thunder losing every single game in March matters. It can, might. Can I tell you about the only Thunder basketball I've watched? Yes, please. was last night, and they went on, they scored like 24 points Yeah, they had a 24-0 run. I was at a bar, wasted, and I'm like, Man, the Thunder are unstoppable. It, it might have been they'd had an 18 game slump, right? And then right. it, it kind of just rectified <laughs> just, itself a little bit in one, just, in one. just one little spurt against the Pacers. Poor Pacers lost nine in a row yeah. on the road. Um, and, They're not look good, and they uh, they chose not to cover as Demontis Sabonis passed up an uncontested dunk with 10 <laughs> seconds left for the cover to throw it out to a slumping Wesley Matthews who missed the three. I am dogging it on pickle this month. I won a month ago. That's I cannot all, you, you, you pick You did a game. all you had to do. I won a you month. You won. That's all you did. I haven't <laughs> I can, won a month. I can retire. <laughs> Pick, pickle is a bane of my existence. It's, it's, something, all, I, it's something I have to do every 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 it, four days four days a week. Four days a week, and we we do it. I have to participate. And but it makes you aware of lines and kind of gives me this like understanding of the basketball in a way I've never thought about it. Before. Oh, it is. It is. It's humiliating and humbling <laughs> to pick against the spread. And I mean, it is fun. We love uh, our, our listeners compete for prizes monthly. Right. If you don't know, our Patreon supporters are competing for a monthly su- prize. I no longer have time in my day to think about it. Yeah. Like I can't spend six minutes right. doing it. Right. I, right. Just, I just have to look at it and just pick as fast as I can. <laughs> so I, they're I, different. I there's different people in different in the Slack. What, what, what are we at to like a, close to a hundred people or 50 yeah, like people, hundred people yeah, who yeah. do, who do the pick them. Uh, there's different methods. There's the Monte method that comes from Monte World Peace, where you just randomly select, and that's that's proven well. Sometimes there's the all home teams, all away teams, all uh, public money, all against public money. So there's a lot of different uh, methods. All of them have ruined me, except for one month when I just picked randomly. Yeah, and Monte I think, method got me the victory. Yeah, I I'm trying to embrace the full Monte method, but I still read the matchups. And think about it for a split second. The right. true Monte method is just click. click it's click, just click, whatever. Click. Just don't even don't, <laughs> don't even look at don't the, read. T- the, the worst part of the stupid Google captcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pick all the storefronts. Like, yeah, why? I, I'm tired of picking what? up crosswalks. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. 
So yeah, go play Pick'em. So, so go play although, some although Pickle. I, I think the Pickle season actually ends today. Does it? Because I don't think we do. We don't do Oh, we April. don't do April. We might do a side. Shout out Kirkner. You have an unmitigated. People are, are addicted to it. Oh, my So goodness. we might have to run a, a, another game in April. Yeah. Well, we have, our, we have our big playoff game. Our big playoffs. In, in, in April. And I, man, I forgot to check on my, uh, through the first week, and I was crushing on my tournament bracket. Oh, It was yeah. me and one other guy was the top. Let's not talk about that. That's <laughs> Uh, what's another uh, What's another question from the croissant question? Another question here. This one comes from the one and only Love Kebab sixty nine. Love what's... Love Kebab says, with the NFL changing the defensive pass interference review rules, what do you think the next major rule or process change in the NBA will be? What do we think it is? What, what I think? hope it is. What, what do you hope it is? Rock and Jock 25-point hoop. <laughs> I, think, um, I think extending the floor for more points would be a, f- a fun thing to, to, to see, like a four-point line. You, so you like the four-point line? I'm with it. I'm with it. Is it like the break, that sideline out-of-bounds spot? Yeah, maybe? Was it four, that's your four-point, four point? that little break line that, that's there close to half court. I would like to see either the elimination of the corner three, Oh, or make it a two point shot. The expansion of the court, right? Bigger make court, the court wider, so the so the three point line is consistent all the way around. Yeah, that wouldn't be. I don't know that that's something major. I don't something that the things the things I want to get rid of. Clear path review. Yeah, just get just, just all su- all subjective. Yeah, if a referee thinks that it's a breakaway, just give him the freedom to do whatever right. he wants. Right. Uh, I want to I want to change the overtime. I want it to be four minutes or three minutes. Yeah. I've talked about this before. Oh, we're ta- Five minutes makes no sense. 48-minute yeah. game, 12-minute quarters, 24-second shot clock, eight-second ha- half-court violation. Right. These are all multiples of eight. I don't think... I, I, th- I think Or four. How do we get five? I think overtime, uh, there shouldn't be time. It should be played to a bucket. Oh, play to a bucket like summer league? Yeah, like summer league. So you go, yeah, six... First, first team to score six baskets. Oh, six? Six baskets. When? Some of these teams would be playing all night. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be hard. Or you know, I just, first I team. I, I, to I don't. I don't 30. know the. I mean, you know, the, that three overtime or was it four overtime? I can't remember that Hawks right. Bulls game. Yeah, that was fun. But why are we playing five minutes each time? Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. And also, coaches get frozen where they're like, I guess I can't sub anymore. I think the biggest problem with me with close of games is the last two minutes of an NBA game can last a half hour. Yeah, with timeouts, reviews, Review with, and everything. with with fouls and everything. So I would love for the clock to get turned off at the end of basketball games and just play to points. Like if if the teams are you know if if the teams are tied or if you're within whatever with three minutes to play and you got eighty two eighty six first person to ninety two wins. Well, that's that's the I can't there's that that. Game theory has right. a name. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they ran in the tournament. Right. Where it was once a team hits, I think it's once there's three minutes left in the game, the mm-hmm. clock ends. Right. And then you just add six to the top score. Right. Yeah. Because that, that removes intentional fouling from the game. Right. That's the point of that. I'm not, I'm not as radical there. I'm just saying three or four minutes, how does that make the game any different? I yeah. feel like it would improve the game. Yeah. Five minutes over time. Oh, what I'm doing long. is, what I'm p- pitching is a, a wholesale change in the game of basketball. Also, uh, to, just for the, to make the game a more in, interesting and, and, and better uh, watchable sport. Let's see the NBA one through s- playoffs one through 16, regardless yeah. of conference. I'm right. in. I want, I want probably 20 games less a year, too. I, I will say. I think there's too many games. The NFL reviewing pass interference, this is a terrible decision. 
Yes. I know it's a I know it's directly related to, to that one play. Saints Rams one play. It's the tuck rule thing now, that they always do. We have to like you're going to be I mean you're going to be challenged. I, I haven't even read on the, about the rule. I assume you can challenge. So it's like something now you can challenge to be like my guy was pass interfered with or right, something. Right, right, right. But in the final 2 minutes we're going to be reviewing all questionable calls. Sorry fam. And like we're going to be like oh that was a tough good play. Yeah. I like erring on the side of no pass interference. I don't care about football anymore. Okay. I've I've built a whole world around that. It's the modern day gl- gladiators and the the people who play it are sad. That's uh, that's fair. <laughs> do we have another croissant questionnaire? Uh, we could do one more. Okay. Uh, this one, another one here from uh, Counter Product, oh. and this is you know I'm kind of interested in this too. Hey Keith, how's the frisbee playing going? Are you still enjoying it? <laughs> I was telling people I uh, on Monday nights now I'm playing in a a indoor Ooh. ultimate frisbee league. <laughs> Um, Big time. I'm very old <laughs> as far as Frisbee players go. It's going fine. Right. Thanks for asking. I'd imagine you're the only one that doesn't reek of marijuana, too. I no, mean, that, that's like a, a big pot-smoking that, game. That's a, it's a stereotype. Is it? This is less the PCU Ultimate Frisbee okay. to cite the, the film PC, the Jeremy, <laughs> Piven, the Jeremy Piven film. Shout uh, out The Piven. transformative yes. for Chuck. Yeah, no. That, <laughs> PCU. that movie made me not go to college. It made me join the military. I was like, I'll die. I'll become him or Van Wilder. I would say, I would say the marijuana consumption of the Ultimate Frisbee community is in line with that of... The public writ large. The public writ large yeah. and or the NBA podcasting community. <laughs> Somewhere along there. No, so I, I'm an old guy. Yeah. I play. There are there are several older fellows, like 40 and up on, on there. Because I just turned 40 like a yeah. couple of months ago. Um, and you know, it's it's fun. It's good to exercise. Uh there's some of the like every now and then I do something good. And like the young guys and the young guys are like, All right, old head. All right, man. All right. <laughs> you know, like kind of a nod. That's pretty cool. Uh but honestly, most of the time, um uh I uh I was thinking of Laurie Markinen. Who is kind of scary, but the the Bulls announced in the Raptors His game that heart uh, like well, Laurie Markkinen experienced extreme fatigue during the first half of the game, and then he uh, he realized he couldn't really play anymore. Yeah, I know. I feel that every Monday. Yeah, yeah. That's I have that called, every Monday. It's called waking up in the morning. But it is scary for Laurie. <laughs> I mean, it, you don't want as a young guy. Here's the thing. But, but that thing, like, oh, I ran around and then I got really fatigued and couldn't keep playing. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, my heart it's, it was... It sounds real. like Laurie Markkinen just got old overnight. <laughs> he aged 15 years overnight. No, this is all just a way for these trainers to get these guys out of playing now because the Bulls are in full tank. Otto Porter's not I playing. Wendell really Carter's not playing. Chris Dunn's not playing. They've started a bunch of nobodies. Who's that? Ryan Arc- Arc- Archimedes? Archidiacono. Archibald Markkinen. That dude. They, they did start he's a, fine. They, they did start a guy. I don't know who he is. There are players I've Brandon never... Brandon Sampson? That's not a real NBA player. I mean, I don't, I don't want to joke because... <laughs> I don't want to joke too much because obviously they're, well, they're yeah. going to be testing his heart because that's a weird thing. But but like in a year from now, here's the thing. That's one of those lies. Like in a year from now, we'll oh, all forget. Okay. 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 Well, now you think this is going to come back? I, don't I mean, know. I don't this, know. This, this is, sounds like a J- Boylan is running his horses. Man, Jim Boylan runs yeah. his horses. He's not sitting his guys down. Right. Uh, and maybe so you need like I a, don't think this is a fake. I don't think this is a fake Mike Conley thigh soreness. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't buy that. <laughs> so I, it was kind of scary, but. No, I, I yeah no I, I think they've got a the, this is all just you have to come up with different ways to say out for the year I think and this is one of the the more I don't put it I'm disagreeing I know this this is different you think this is a this real is, like this is not I'd a, like to see the EKG this is not I know this is I'm, not a fake tank it tank it up 
This is a something. It's wrong just with, it's just, wrong with Larky. I'm concerned with uh, with Marky. I'm gonna call Marky. Marky. M A U R K I. Marky is what I call him. <laughs> Marky post moves. Um, <laughs> some night no, I'm, cons- I'm concerned for Larry Markkinen. Oh so yeah, I'm not, I, I, I'm I not read not any of what I read was a quick headline that he had some heart things, and I'm cool with that. But it's just fishy to me that like these guys have these. Uh, imagined uh, they things. exercise too much. We said it before. They do. They work out. Too I think. Much. I think they exercise too much. I. I. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lori, just go ahead and be sedentary for a while. Yeah. Just chill. Just chill, bro. Just eat a, eat a donut with some bacon on it. All right. Those were our croissant questionnaires. Listener submitted questions from our Patreon supporters. If you want to uh, submit your own question, you got to become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com/slash Fast Break Breakfast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. SeatGeek saves you time and saves you money. Two of the more important commodities in our lives these days. They aggregate ticket selling sites together, so you don't have to go to eight sites and then, oh, I'm going to look at the ninth one now because I'm not quite sure. I was totally that way, of course. And then they also rank every ticket based on value. So you look at the section you want to sit in, find that big green dot, the darker green, the better. You'll you'll start to experience just endorphins when you see that green dot and know that you're getting an awesome deal on the ticket. I used SeatGeek to go to a Bucks Wizards game, got awesome seats there for my uh, fiance and me. So the way to get started with them, download the SeatGeek app and enter that familiar promo code. Fast break break. By using that code to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's promo code Best Break Break. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase, let them know that you came from us. Best Break Break. John is an asshole. Best Break Break. All right, steak and eggs. Best thing, Chuck. What's the best thing you got? Shout out Jordan Bell. <laughs> who is like I would definitely want to go on Cash a road considerations, Jordan Bell. I want to go on a on a road trip with him and we'll share hotels and he'll put porn on my account and make my wife get upset because she probably has to see the expense reports. And that's uh he's getting suspended for being a funny dude, you know? And we're for lacking professionalism. Guys, this is a game. We're all grown ups talking and playing a game. So if you don't know what Chuck is talking about, Jordan Bell was suspended by the Warriors for conduct detrimental to the team. Right. And it looks like what he was doing was charging pay-per-view pornos to Mike Brown's to assistant coach Mike Brown's room. (laughs) Which is so like it sounds like a funny prank. Right. But the fact that he's suspended for conduct detrimental to the team means maybe Well he tweeted out not a funny prank. 
he tweeted out a, a little while ago about losing his wallet. He was going oh, to get playoff tickets. Free to, playoff tickets to whoever finds my wallet. So, so maybe I'm like, I'm just like, uh, he's, I'm very sympath- uh, sympathetic to this man because he's this kind guy, of the Chuck yeah. of the NBA. This guy does sound like you. It's just me. He's playing Did pranks on people. Did he lose his wallet in uh, Memphis? Probably you, lost you've his, done that. I've never lost my wallet in Memphis. I lost a phone in Memphis and I lost $60 to an old lady who told me she was coming back with some something cook- else, some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't robbed in Memphis. I've you're, been you're robbed hustled. before. You were hustled. I was hustled. There's a difference. Robbery involves a, like strong arm. It revolves somebody. Or a threat. Or a threat. Of violence. Of violence. Or, yeah. Mine was, hey, baby, I'll be right back. Let me get that 60. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she never came back. Right. And no. in, in fact, who came back was a much larger uh, burly man with a black and mild in his mouth. That sounds now. That sounds more like Robert. Well, it's more of just that was more of the intimidation. Like you've gotten okie doked. Now just go on before I mess you up. Yeah, I wasn't scared. It was just like okay, I get it. You now. understood the transaction. I was like, oh, she went into that building. She didn't come back out, but probably her nephew did, who could bench press yeah, me and okay. my friends. So, so Jordan Bell, Jordan Bell might have actually a, a maybe. A, does he have money problems? I'm sure he's if an he's, NBA. He's, he's on his first contract in the. Well, NBA. I mean, if he's if if he's losing his wallet. If he's uh, having trouble pay-per-viewing uh, the things he needs to pay-per-view. Right. I don't know. Well, also, maybe, is Mike Brown... Did Mike Brown demand him be suspended because Mike Brown did not find it funny? But maybe everyone else in the Warriors thought it was hilarious. Right, and so... That could be the situation. So Steve Kerr was like... All right, Mike, I get it. I'm, All right, Jordan, I'm, we got to suspend you. Mike's being <laughs> real stuck up about this. And like, <laughs> Steve's really mad about it. It's like, Jordan, we can't do this anymore. Uh, Mike, I'm going to need another minute with, with Jordan alone. We got to really right, get right, to right, the right. Mike shuts the door. <laughs> this guy, you were great. That was great. Which one did you order? That was hilarious. Was it, was it Stormy Daniels? <laughs> right. Please right. tell me it was Stormy Daniels. It's like, you know, you know, Mike's wife reviews his credit card reports on every road trip. She's big on he the cannot. miles. Yeah, yeah. She always looks at the credit card statement. She wants to know how many miles she racked up and you're messing with his, 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 his marriage now, Jordan. Stop it. Yeah. So it's great. So I don't, I guess I'll have a best thing. I was about to say, I have a, I have a ton of worse things. <laughs> well, my, so, so, so my best thing was going to be Colin Sexton. Right. Colin Sexton's been balling. Yeah. And I know this is, again, this is March. Nothing that happens in March means anything. Right. But he's like, he looks good. You know, he's not, he doesn't assist, steal, block, mm-hmm. rebound. But he puts the ball in the bucket, and he's putting the ball in the bucket at, at, at a great rate. And so that kind of turned into like a, a worst thing for, for me. Uh, my worst thing is my boy Jaron Jackson Jr. isn't going to sniff an all-rookie team. No. He might be lucky to make the second team. Yeah. So uh, in the month of March... Colin Sexton is averaging 22 points per game, but more more impressive to me, he's hitting 47% of his threes. That's insane. Uh, on That's 2.6 makes per game. Yeah. So he's shooting threes at a high volume. He's averaging more made threes per game than Trey Young in the month of March. So th- that's something that I didn't think we thought was in Colin Sexton's game. So, like, the Cavs, you know, the Cavs – did a great breakdown season. Like yeah. They they traded away some guys. They got some assets. Their young guy looks pretty good. Yeah. And and this is a guy who the first month of the season we thought was going to be bad. Um, a lot of the, again, our, our friendly analytics people weren't very high on Colin Sexton. Mm-hmm. It, it is because of those lack of block and steal numbers, or, you know, the no deflections. Right. And the fact we thought he couldn't shoot. But he's hitting all these shots. So I'm very impressed with him. And then you, you obviously you have, you have Trey Young. 
who in the month of March is still on fire. I mean, I mean, he's averaging twenty four and eight. Yeah, uh, and, and the Hawks are winning games. You know, Luka Doncic, Marvin Bagley is back. Mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley, who is averaging almost, he's aver- he's averaging twenty and eight in uh, twenty six minutes per game. Yeah. So like all these guys are killing it. DeAndre Ayton, you know, he, he's he's doing fine. Jalen Brunson's having uh, a good season, Fun. and that is true. That's the, the Brunson burner is. Um, <laughs> That's looter in a riot. The, Ma- yeah. the Mavs are. The Mavs are just. They're like one and eleven. Disheveled. Uh, Twelve. Uh, Shea Gilders Alexander. He's going to the playoffs. Yeah. That guy's good, and yeah. his role is increasing. So all these guys, all these great rookies, just makes me sad that. Uh, um, makes me sad that Jaron Jackson Jr. got shut down. It also makes me sad about another thing. Um, I guess flipping to the actual cream of wheat. I, I got again, like I said, several. Another rookie, Chuck. My boy Javon Carter. Oh yeah, I got it. I got it. What's Javon Carter's uh, big? Uh, <laughs> Javon Carter is older than Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and Nikola Jokic combined. Is that yeah, that's, correct? That's, like that's, in age? That's that's the thing. If you add all of their ages um, together. So so right now, Javon <laughs> Carter has. Uh, he's now his field goal percentage is now dipped uh, to twenty five point two percent. Twenty five percent field goal shooting. Uh, Chuck, <laughs> when is the last time? Oh man! When is the last time? Plus or minus five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just competing against yourself, but right, I get it. Plus or minus five years, Chuck. When is the last time an NBA player with a bare minimum cutoff of 400 minutes played right. in a season? When is the last time an NBA player shot? Under twenty six percent for the season. I can't say. That's like, that's. I don't know the player. Uh, do I know the player? No. No. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I guess correctly. There's no way I've heard. Plus of this or guy. minus five years, Chuck. So, oh, as it happened within. When? Yeah. What? What was the season? What year? Was the last time a player shot under 26%? 65? Plus or minus five years. That's incorrect. Oh. 1956. <laughs> so close. <laughs> I can't even compute how many years ago that was. <laughs> Is that 63 years 63. ago? <laughs> it's been 63 years. I mean, I mean, there are a handful. There's like seven more garbage Grizzlies games left. I can't for wait. him to raise that field goal percentage. That is where's Tony Allen? That is stunning. Tony Allen. So people are like, oh, that's funny. Tony Allen can't shoot. Let's see. Excuse me while I Google Tony <laughs> Allen's worst season. I'm gonna guess it was 44. percent That's um, hilarious. No, like guy like a Marcus Smart is a guy who just chucks threes. Has like a low field goal percentage. So like a 38. Right. 38. Like this cat is shooting 26 percent from the field. <laughs> And what? he doesn't even have to shoot. He's not getting the numbers because he hasn't been on Stackhouse. He hasn't been shooting volume. No, never volume. He had an over. He had an over seven two games ago. <laughs> like it's like the. Uh, so what do you what do you yeah, got I'm about him? He, he's a guy who can just pick his spots. Right. If he doesn't shoot, you, he'll, he'll, you assume he's going to dribble. He's going to penetrate. He's choosing to shoot. He's picking his spots. Low usage, still shooting. Who would you compare him to? Uh, a, a player that I would know. Oh, I do. I do say um, uh, he his best case scenario. Uh-huh. Like I made the joke, it was Nick Calathis, but I actually I think I was talking about this uh, online somewhere. 
I thought he reminded me kind of in, in build too of Anthony Carter. Yeah. Who was a heat player. Yeah. And when I was looking at like the worst true shooting seasons of all time, yeah. uh, Anthony Carter was like the only guard that popped up. Yeah. Because that means you have to be bad at free throws too, which Javon <laughs> Carter is. But uh, Anthony Carter was impressive like, skill. It's like the I think it was a, a true shooting percentage of under thirty six percent. It was like Anthony Carter and Javon Carter, one of the only people ever. Yeah, uh, Tony Allen's final, you know, final broken down season. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Tony Allen's rookie year, he shot forty three percent, and then and then that was his that was that was his lowest season. Yeah, that's. That's historically bad. But when you're trying to be bad, are you trying to be bad? Is Memphis trying to convey? What's the move? I don't know, man. What are they so, trying to do? They always said they were trying to convey the right. pick to, to get at least up to ninth worst. So right. you have that, that whatever, 20% chance of mm-hmm. jumping in the top four. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you convey. And this is what I've been cheering for. Mm-hmm. I'm now concerned I was wrong. Because, I, I mean, like, is it better... Is it better to convey and you know get all your stuff freed up, and then you have all your picks going forward, and this draft class is weak, blah blah blah, or is it better to have a nine percent chance to get Zion Williamson? Right. Like, I'm starting to think I've messed up in what I've been cheering for. I mean, thankfully, <laughs> what I cheer for has no way, no, no way of affecting <laughs> what actually happens. You're cheering for high volume, low field goal percentage shooting nights. Right, right, right. That's, that's what I cheer for. Uh, but is it better? Is a 9% chance to get Zion Williamson the only path for the Grizzlies ever being good again? It might be. Yeah. So, so now like getting, getting down to nine, you have a, you have a four and a half percent chance. So yeah. is it better for the Grizzlies to risk picking sixth, seventh, or eighth, but having a double the their, chance their chance of, at just getting Zion Williams. Right. So and that's where I'm like, you know what? It might be worth it for that one you're buying you know, a lot of that tickets. one in eleven lottery ticket yeah. to Zion Williamson as opposed to a one in twenty. Yeah. One in twenty five. Yeah, because I don't know. Uh, I remember uh, back in the day, the good old days of the Heat being a, a top lottery team and doing all those uh simulations who gets the top pick yeah man it's just heartbreaking and when you when you when you're playing for that though when the season's over it's kind of the only thing you have well so the the heat right and i think all all of our listeners know i'm a very like try to win try to make the playoffs but the heat if they miss the playoffs because their record will be worse than the kings right almost certainly probably uh close if the heat or whoever in the east misses the playoffs jumps then into the lottery and if you're the 13th spot mm-hmm. in the lottery which the heat would be if the season ended right now you now have a four percent chance of getting a top four pick right that's pretty good that's not bad that's not bad yeah that's not a that's not a bad consolation prize and it's something that missing you would, out on you, that could uh unintentionally affect the way teams tank we've we've removed the the full tank for the number one spot but what about the mini tanks for uh positional uh Lottery odds. Yeah, no, no. It, we, we have started, and I'm not. I'm not bothered by this as a borderline anti. Like I'm like almost a hardliner for anti tanking. Right. But we've now entered the point where I don't. This is now an acceptable time. Right. To get your tanking positioning on. Right. And and people are fighting for that five spot again. The Mavs eye on the prize. That's right. Eye on the prize, man. They've been losing everything. Yeah. Uh, the Pelicans. We didn't even talk about it like a week and yeah. a half ago. It's dropped nine to ten. Well, the Pelicans threw a game. Yeah. Against the Suns, <laughs> it, most un, most spectacular loss of a game. They did a double Chris Webber. 
<laughs> they co- like a timeout. They had a five second violation where they tried to call timeout, and the refs were like, "You, you, don't, you don't have a timeout." So that's just a five second call. Right. Uh, we're not we're not going to give the technical. <laughs> just a five second call. You're still up three. <laughs> then their coaches were like, "Hey, foul! We're up three. Foul!" They did not foul. The Suns hit that three pointer. Then. Then the Pelicans are like, hey, ref, need a timeout. timeout. <laughs> and they're like, the refs are like, we already told you you don't have a timeout. That's why you got the five-second call. And they're like, fine, technical foul. You lose the game. <laughs> and then it was amazing. It's, it was a, it's most kind of incredible. an so like, incredible so like, time. Th- so uh, the, the Grizzlies have accomplished their goal. I mean, they're almost, it's almost impossible for them to I am not interested in, though, as like a, a, like a discussion about tanking is, is the reason why all this positioning is happening now because of Zion, because of the like top of the class and the, and the ability for what is being hailed as a, you know, fat Sean Kemp? No. <laughs> so that's, that's, fat Sean Kemp is Vin Baker. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, you know, this guy who could change the face of the NBA and everything I've seen. Him, you know. I, don't, I don't think that's happening. I think now you're hitting the point where they're like, all right, if we're not in it, you might as well try to get, if you're in the eight or nine spot where you have a 5% chance, you might as well try to fight up to the five spot and get a 10% chance right. at Zion. Yeah. And, or y- you do double your chances of a top four pick from 23 to 42%. But I do love the fact that even the Suns, the Knicks, you know, the really bad teams, they only have a 14% chance yeah. at the top. They only have a 27% chance at a top two. Right. I love that. Yeah. The Knicks have a 73% chance of, of, not of, of, of picking third or worse. That's, That's awesome to me. Yeah. I feel like it's great, not just because I hate the Knicks, but just because it, it, it. it doesn't reward their, their 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 silly season. I don't believe in karma, but I do believe in the Knicks getting what they deserve. Uh, Chuck, what your? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some more worsts. Okay, so here's worst. here's my worst. So I was watching, you know, I watched a couple basketball games a week. One of the games I was watching was this uh, Indiana and Thunder game last night. Right. I was twisted. I've been drinking for six hours, but I'm with my girlfriend. I'm trying to explain. The uh, the Bogdan and Bojan, <laughs> um, um, Bojan and Bogdan. Was Bojan getting, and Bo- getting you bogged down. Is it a? Is it a? I got bogged down. You got bogged down on the. So Bogdan. I I didn't know what the Bogs or the Boge or the b- Boy or the Bands. And Boy, I was oh, trying. Bo- Boyan. Boyan yeah. is the is is for the Kings and Boban Bo- uh, Bogdan. Coach of the Bulls is Jim Boyan. Boyan is coaching the Bulls, and then you got my, uh, Boban Bogdanovich, and then not m- Boban. Now you're now you're getting twisted. See, but there's a Boban, and then there's a, a Bogdan, and there's a, Mar- a Maranovic, and a, a yeah Stoyanovic, and a Stoyakovic, and a Marovic. Whatever, bitches be tripping. Uh, my wife Abby said, <laughs> my wife Abby, as I was said like, hey, we made a we made a Boban Marjanovic shirt, mm-hmm. and she said, Pistol Pete. Right, that was a great joke. Yeah, <laughs> she, knew, she, she knew she was making a joke, but no, no, that was, that's basically it. Is it's laugh. hard to keep up. But with you all can't those remember. Bitches. So, 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 uh, um, Boyan, Boyan, no D. Right, that's how I remember. It was with a D. J, but I say Bojan, and that's not yeah, right because yeah, Bo- Bo- that's like Bojangles. Bojan Horsejack. Right. <laughs> Did I get that right? Or Bo Bo, Bo- Man Horsejack? Bo Man Horsejack. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Whores. Horse. Uh, <laughs> Vitches, as Chuck said. Vitches. V-I-C-H's. It's hard. It's hard tripping. to keep up with all those Euro Swarthy Euro dudes. You're, you're, the, you're the Bill Simmons. But this was, the, try. this was the worst. This is the point. Is You can't search by last four letters of a name in basketball reference. You were trying to show all the I was the trying to show the all the Vitches. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to say, yeah, there's Vuce- mad. There's Vucevic. Vucevic. There's mad Vitches in the Jokic? NBA. Oh, he's just a kitsch. It's just an itch. Yeah. So there's itches. There's Dragic. There's Nurkic. But that's not a bitch. 
was the, what was the Sasha? Sasha Vujicic. Vujicic. Yeah. Oh man, we saw him. We saw him play uh, in Memphis. It was that one time. Oh, did he? Was yeah, and Burr heckled him. Oh, that's right. He that's said right. something about Sasha Fierce. It was a it was a Beyonce <laughs> thing, and he turned around and laughed. <laughs> it was a good heckle. I do remember that. Uh, another one of my uh, worst. Another one of my worst <laughs> is real quick. Uh, I, I was just thinking about how the Grizzlies could have hired Lloyd Pierce to be their coach. Oh like man! And they could have also had Trey Young. I mean, no, oh. Jaron Jackson Jr. might still be better. He, he's you know. But what? But Trey Young's pretty awesome. But what would Trey Young have done uh, with, under Bickerstaff? That's, that's oh no, under Mike. Oh, like as like uh, as oh, yeah. like his you know second you know fiddle. Uh, another one. Another one of my worst things. Um, is Devin Booker scoring a lot of points? Yeah. Listen. Back to back, fifty drops. The Suns Wizards game on Wednesday night was amazing. <laughs> that was one of my favorite basketball games I've watched all season. I love these games that are meaningless. That's like what I want the All Star game to be like. Right. Because they were trying, but they were bad, and they were not doing any form of defense. <laughs> I mean, Thomas Bryant had like seventeen points and eighteen. Shout rebounds. out. Jabari TB. Parker had twenty eight and fifteen. That's insane. There's nothing to be learned in these games. <laughs> and so, you know, my anti-Booker position, which is, which is, I don't think he contributes to winning. Boom. He can obviously score like crazy. Right. That game was awesome to watch. He was on fire. <laughs> he was crushing Shason Randall. I think that's, that's how you say his that's name. That's not a real name. He was crushing Troy Brown. That's it. Man. Not the New England Patriots wide receiver, apparently a basketball player on the Wizards. So he's crushing this worst defensive team in the NBA. And Suns fans are so abused. They've had such an awful last nine years. Oh, my God. Can't even make jokes about him anymore. No. They're just depressed. It's like your buddy, I guess, was just, you know, like, oh, his wife left him. Mm-hmm. He, he's, you know, he's unemployed. This is getting real personal. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I didn't he's, mean to talk he's about living you. in his car. Uh, living, living in his car. Like, 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 you know, we used to be able to rib. Like, old Chuck used to be able to rib him. Right. Now it's like he gets real angry. It's like, hey. Real angry when you, you joke you about. You know that this is a sad part of my life that yeah. you shouldn't stamp, <laughs> stamp on. But so, like, the Suns, you can't even joke with the Suns fans because they're so... They're so clinging on to the fact that Devin Booker is like an all NBA talent. He's a super good player. It's like, no, I don't I don't think he is. But I mean, it's funny score to those points. Did you see the end of the Jazz game? No. Why are they put they put him back in in the last <laughs> three minutes when they were down 31? Mm. This is doing him no favors <laughs> in the court of public opinion. This is feeding podcasters like me. Right. If they don't do that, we're like, man, you got to get Devin Booker some help. But you know who doesn't? You know what those games are for? Basketball reference searches? They're for basketball reference searches. His agent is telling him he needs to get these buckets up because your points per game need to be up because if you don't average more points per game than last year, you're going to be considered a failure. And that's more of the narrative of the front office stuff and the people who are signing contracts for shoe deals and things like that. These little games where guys go off against nobody teams, it's big picture stuff. They get, well, it's also uh, in my head. And, and, it, and I understand it, it goes into history. Right. Like, oh, this guy scored this, this big, right. big game. We talk about the Brendan Jennings rookie game. He scored 55 points. Right. They show that game on NBA TV sometimes. You should watch it. <laughs> it is a sham mockery. Yeah. It, it, it like, just wasn't they're playing basketball. the Warriors. Don Nelson could care less he what did. happens in that basketball game. <laughs> uh, he scored something like 30 points in the second quarter. Yeah. They never guard him. Don Nelson never calls timeout. So at least, like, I, I like first-half scoring. These into the game things where you're just trying to, like, the Kobe Bryant 80-point game. Like, mm-hmm. the last three minutes, 
or ridiculous. You know who I saw the other day? Um, it was Biggie's birthday, or, or he was his anniversary of him getting shot. And I looked up uh, Anthony Mason highlights. Oh yeah, because Biggie wrote a song about. Uh, it was you know never named a Knicks player, but in the song he robs a New York Knicks player. Yeah, and after Anthony Mason died, a, a rapper Fat Joe came out and said it was Anthony Mason oh. who, got, who got robbed in that song. I watched Anthony Mason highlights. Let me tell you, that guy was born in the wrong year. Oh, yeah. Man, if he had a three-point shot, he would be Draymond's granddad. He's like, like, a, he's like a slow Julius Randle. B- exactly. <laughs> Big, thick <laughs> but he, thigh. But he, like, passed it from the elbow. But he could pass and handle the ball. Would come down the court with, I think he was 6'8", 240, and could come down the court. Nobody was messing with him. He only dribbled with one hand, though. I didn't notice that. I watched highlights. Like if Bam Adebayo really let himself go. Boom. No, Bam's more like wiry. Yeah, he is. There's a fluidity to Anthony Mason's game that I it was Bam just, Bam, it has, Bam has that like like well you you you're, the, you're in the gym six hours a day. He's like, no man, I eat McDonald's. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so like, like, yeah, but he's he's got that length that like and he's kind of awkward. I think Bam's not as like a fluid, like graceful athlete. But yeah, we were talking about Jamal Mashburn last last week and it made me uh remember my uh whatchamacallit. <laughs> Anthony Mason wormhole because he's so great. I mean, I don't and the haircuts. He got the 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 patterns cut into his hair, names and stuff. Oh, that was great. That was the best that ever was awesome. in the nineties. I mean, going back, that. going back to the Suns. I don't wish ill to that franchise. I kind of like like again. I like the Suns a lot. They were one of my favorite teams. Yeah, growing, that was your up. squad when yeah, you, yeah, you were yeah. a kid. I, I just it's like it was always my Boogie Cousins argument. Right. I know Boogie Cousins can do amazing things. I know he's more talented than almost every other player. Skilled, yeah. But I'm not sure if being awesome 60% of the time of a basketball game and doing bad things the other 40% of the time, I don't know if just having a, like, a pretty good player might be better than that. A guy who does the right thing every time. On both sides. Who finishes possessions, yeah. who plays hard, who cuts hard, who gets everybody involved. Yeah. I think it might be better. But again, maybe we'll see. Maybe the Suns will finally put talent around Devin Booker and he can win in a big game, but... No, I doubt it. I'm no, ta- it's I'm a- taking the under on his team every season. Yeah, and, and until it until it bites me. Yeah, the, and the, those kind of teams once they've been in that place, like and and I know uh, you know the Chuck Pot says culture a lot, but I do believe in a organization's structure allowing a team to be you know uh, successful on the court. And you know I've heard it before. I didn't make this up, but a front office is the most valuable thing in in basketball. Yep. If you have a, a, a marked difference in the talent level or the, or the competency of the front office, it's much more important than how good your six-man is. And also, this is like Alfred Payton's triple-doubles. Yeah. What happens in March on losing teams does, isn't real. Oh, I had a name for that. I said it in the Slack. We just, if you're going off in March, you're one of the guys of March. Oh, yeah. It's like the eyes guys, of March, guys, but right. it's like guys, and they're not really there as like a guy. I just think, you know, there's, la- lot, there's levels. Last season, I saw, <laughs> last season Marshawn, I saw Marshawn Brooks on the Grizzlies, averaged 21 points per game over yeah. the last month of the season. The Grizzlies front office thought it was real. Yeah. They inexplicably signed him to a, a guaranteed money this season. Big mistake. So, like, if Devin Booker scores 40 points per game over the final month of the season, right? yeah, no, he's twice as good as Marshawn Brooks. No argument. Right. No argument. He, yeah. He, he's twice as good as a non-NBA player. But what has he done for that team this year? And what is, gotta, what is he going to do for that the base the the floor of that franchise's ability to win basketball games? Yeah, it's like if you if Does you exchange him floor? if you exchanged him with Jamal Murray, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Jamal Murray's been very inconsistent, mm-hmm. like that. But that's more my question: is like, would Jamal Murray on the Suns would they be the same as good, or would they be better? I don't know. Right. 
Jamal Murray and Devin I'm Booker. I'm always interested. Yes, I'm always interested Not in, really, in the, guys rivalry. like. I, I'm interested in guys like Devin Booker. Where would he have been? You know, if some fluke happened, he was brought up in San Antonio system. Oh yeah. You know, like That's what kind everybody. of what? Yeah. They made Derek White a baller. Oh my God. I mean, I mean like they, they made Bryn Forbes. Yeah. Who was a literal the literal definition of just replacement guy? We yeah. just found a guy, and now people are like, "Oh, Brent Forbes is pretty good. What are they going to do next year? They have too many. They have too many guards." Yeah, and they got Dejounte Murray coming back, and he was like, and all they have is six foot six point guards who can hit an open three and play incredible defense and switch on three positions. So yeah, I I'm I'm interested in those kind of like uh, what if scenarios with players, but yeah, Devin Booker's uh, he doesn't pass my like he just seems like a dweeb. He just seems like he a has some of that personality dweeb stuff that I'm just like, ugh. I don't, you know, him, Aaron Gordon. He kind Whatever, of like well, that Chris when, Humphreys kind of vibe, right? It's Which just is, like you you're just mean nice eyebrows. Super. They both have nice eyebrows. They all have very, very well smooth, manicured, very smooth skin. Smooth skin. Some we're just jealous. Uh, no, they're good looking men. They're great athletes, and I'm not either of those things. That's true. So this is where my podcast stems from: my hatred of of successful. Men. Let's move to the awards segment of the program. <laughs> the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award given each week to the worst performance in a box score. It is surely one of these tabs I have open. <laughs> I can guess uh, Here we are. somebody that's in it. Uh, honorable mentions this week. Uh, we have Kevin Love, Davis Bertans, Jimmer Fredette. One for ten, Jimmer Fredette. Coming in, shooting in that 59-point game for Devin Booker. He, I think he played 14 minutes, was one for 10. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Uh, Blake Griffin, Kyle Kuzma, also honorable mention, at 4 for 17. Oh, I think Man. I missed one. Oh, and De'Aaron Fox, honorable mention. Swipe it a Fox. A very impressive 3 for 16. All right. We have four nominees as they occurred chronologically through the week. Luka Doncic. Who's he puts up some shots? Yeah, uh, yeah. His legs are just not there anymore. Four for nineteen, had thirteen points, ten boards, three assists, a turnover, and a personal foul in a loss to the Kings. Four for nineteen, thirteen, ten, and three. Kimball Walker in that miracle victory against the Raptors was only three for seventeen, but. 15 points, 8 rebounds, 13 assists, 4 steals, a turnover, and 2 personal fouls. Derek White, 0 for 10, but... But? 0 for 10 with 4 points, however, however, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks, 2 steals, 3 turnovers, 5 personal fouls. He was trying. He tried. He tried hard. And then Rajon Rondo... And a loss to the Jazz, one for 11, three points, six assists, five steals. No, five rebounds, a steal, a turnover, no personal fouls. Maybe try. Try a little so, bit. Luka Doncic, four for 19, but 13, 10, and three. Kimball Walker, three for 17, but 15, 13, and eight. Uh, Derek White, over 10, but all the sexy stats. Uh, what he got four four stocks and eight towels. I love it. <laughs> uh, and then Rajon Rondo one for eleven, three points, six assists, five boards. I'll go uh, Rondo. Yeah, I think Ron, no reason to make a make it a messy tie. No, Ron, Rondo works. Rondo works for me. One for eleven. Congratulations on your garbage season, you garbage player, <laughs> on a garbage <laughs> franchise. 
the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, we haven't talked about them not making the playoffs. Has anybody else talked about that? They're not going to make the playoffs with LeBron James? I've heard. That's crazy. Somebody mentioned it. I think I saw a meme. That's crazy. Yeah, isn't it? I thought they were going to win 50 games. Well, it's, that's on you. No. That's what, uh, yeah. I think we know we were unanimous under. Were we? Yeah, we were unanimous under. Yeah, I thought it was either going to be like this. Because their under was like 48. We were yeah. like, that's, uh, that's a little they're high. They're not winning 50 games. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little high. All right, uh, par fadeaway, Chuck. What things are we looking forward to? Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to... Uh, Looking forward to seeing Chris Bosch's number up in the rafters next time I'm down in the oh, American yeah. Airlines Arena. They raised it up. They put it up there. Um, it, it's a great moment for the NBA. Chris Bosch uh, gave a cool little speech and, and riled up the crowd uh, right before we lost uh, to the Magic. Shouldn't have lost that game. <laughs> Shouldn't have lost that game. But uh, I, I would, I, right now, would love to see Chris Bosch in Miami Heat uniform just to see what he could do. And just play home games. I never understood why they couldn't just let him never fly. Never just, fly. Just play home games. Never run. Never run. You just, just stand in the corner. In the corner shooting and just, uh, yeah, just be like UD basically does that. Haslam does. is effect- effectively that. UD's getting the jersey retired? For sure. Number 40? That's for pure culture. Just for Nick Collison? Just to undo? You have to wash Nick Collison out. Yeah, yeah, just for to, sure. Just to even even that out. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to you know your heat in, in this legit playoff race. It's a real playoff. The release. Nets are a me- the Nets are in trouble. They yeah spiraling in a in a I very think two and a half games separate. So the we've... Nets, the Pistons, the Magic, the Heat, and the Hornets, yeah. and only three are getting in. It's gonna be tight because I think the Pistons are on the West Coast right now, and I know the Nets are on the West Coast trip. Yeah, uh, th- things are gonna get tight for those guys. Uh, and also the, you know, Nick Vucevic. Give this man his love. Man, he's carrying the magic. He's doing an incredible job. He's going to get paid. Clifford? Steve Clifford. Clifford. He's not going to get paid, though. Vucci's not going to get paid? I mean, maybe the magic opened up the the, uh, the old DeVos checkbook. Somebody give him money. The DeVoses have a little bit more money, you know, stealing from the Special Olympics. <laughs> they, they can now pay Nick Vucevic. All, all that Blackwater cash. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some, uh, some good playoff races. I was wrong about the... Uh, uh, I think whoever makes the the playoffs in the East is going to be over five hundred. Uh, there's no. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I they, thought they, there was like they're probably all going to get to forty one. Yeah, there's a couple are at least going to be at five hundred. I, I didn't um, last week. I said I think that's a they, worthwhile apology. If all the East playoff teams are five hundred, I thought they were going to. No, I thought three of them were going to be under five hundred. Right. So that's that's that was something that we could look back at next week. So we'll see how those uh, that scrum there at the bottom of the East is going. It seems like the the rest of the NBA is pretty pretty oh, set. Yeah. The the West is all set outside of you know the the seating. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to you know there's there's two weeks left on the on this trash grizzly season uh mike conley became the grizzlies all-time leading scorer shout out mr grizz he's now one of three players to be a franchise to lead his franchise in points threes assists steals and games played that's a rafter the other two are lebron james with the Cavs. wow and reggie miller Wow, with the Pacers. So Mike Conley um, is the you know I guess perhaps the greatest greatest Grizzly ever. I don't know. I can't, I've always said Gasol or, or Zebo, but the longevity uh, of Conley. I think not, he's, and not the he's stuck around. But he never that never, matters. Never made an All Star game. But it matters. I'm still going Zebo or Marc Gasol. But uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to more importantly in the final two weeks of the season. Will he deliver us that technical foul he owes us? Uh-huh. Never gotten a technical foul. Somebody should DM. These are the Stackhouse. last. These are the last two weeks. I added Stackhouse on Twitter. Did you? 
We should send him a message. Hey, you promised us. You promised. You promised us. He said he he said he would give us a technical foul. He also said he would probably sing the national anthem. (gasps) They only got two more. You got. You got. Um. You've got. I got ends with I got with people like referees, email. right? Maybe we can figure out a back channel to get them. A oh, tech. you want me to email the referees yeah, and just say, be like, "Hey, can we just give him like an unofficial s- tech, like after the game's over?" I want him to do it a day he's in a street in street clothes <laughs> <laughs> when he's not in the game. What like at Hoosiers? Isn't it? I haven't seen Hoosiers in, in twenty. Oh, I haven't years. seen it in twenty years. Isn't it in Hoosiers? Isn't there a scene where where, where Coach Dale's like, "Hey, give me a tech. I want a tech." He's like, "What coach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need a tech. Throw me out. Throw me out." Cause, but yeah, yeah, because that's how he puts that. he puts the drunk dad. Right. You know, Dennis Hopper gets to coach a game. He's like, yeah. he's like, hey, throw me out of the game. That's what Mike Conley needs to do. Like, hey, throw, throw, me out throw me out of the game. I'm just gonna. I'm, We're I'm up by it. twenty. There's three left. So two two weeks left. Mike Conley. If Mike Conley goes to another team, for sure, and gets a technical foul on another team, no longer Mister Grizzly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I will literally die. I'll be so sad. Anyway, uh, if you want to support our show, you can do that at Patreon.com/slash. Fast Break Breakfast. If you're buying tickets, hey, go to SeatGeek and use our code Fast Break Break. Same as the Twitter handle. You still get twenty dollars off if you use a you know like a low post code. You only get ten dollars off. Right. So I'm just saying, we so got the deals, bro. Support the little guy. Um, fast Break Break is the code there. Fast Break Break also on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fair break, break, man. You understand? Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.